Welcome to the Masters in Motion podcast, where we empower Masters athletes to reach their full potential. Join us as we delve into the world of CrossFit and showcase the strength, resilience, and determination of Masters athletes, because we love this sport. I'm Jason Grubb. I'm here with Rick Stevenson. This is episode 36. And uh, Rick, we have our first repeat guest today. Yes, we do. Uh, We are very excited. Uh, We'll be talking here with co-event founder of the Legends Championship and soon to be named uh, CrossFit Legends Championships, uh, Joe Linton. And as you know, Joe's been uh, involved with the Legends Championship since its uh, founding. Uh, He and Bob uh, have put on an an outstanding event. And with the news in the last couple of weeks uh, of the uh, movement from CrossFit over to Legends for the 2024 championship, we thought it would be appropriate to bring Joe back on uh, and ask him what everybody uh, wants to find out. So with that, welcome, Joe. Thanks, guys. Yeah, happy to be happy to be here. Busy man, but you know, it's needed. More that we can get on these podcasts and talk to the community, the better. Yeah, we're excited. Uh, boy, we have some more questions. I know the last time we, uh, we spoke with you, uh, the focus is primarily around uh, the first form uh, Legends Championship that's occurring this December. Uh, some great news, obviously, um, has been released. We all know what it's about. Um, so we wanted to, you know, catch up with you, uh, ask some more general, I guess, questions. Uh, uh, some more time has passed. Don't know what else has been um, finalized or can be released, but um, we're excited that you are uh, you and Bob and the rest of your team are going to be uh, the tip of the spear for the Masters community in the 2024 yeah. season. Uh, and boy, I know we had all these questions and luckily CrossFit answered some where, so Jason, myself and all the other athletes will will be part of the qualifying process through CrossFit, you know, through the open, through quarters, through yep. semis, knock on wood. Mm-hmm. But then uh, that will funnel into um, what to be called the uh, Legends CrossFit Championship. Yeah, we'll see. TBD, you know. Uh, Whatever it's called. It's going to be called yeah. something. Yeah. I don't think it's going to change uh, that much, um, uh, but we'll see. But um, I think it's going to be very similar to what you've, what we've had in the past. So, yeah. I was going to say, Joe, as, as you know, we've we've all been able to, to digest the news over the past week and a half. Um, I think one of the uh, questions and thoughts I had was like, man, what was this process like? When did, when did you get contacted or, or how did this come together? Maybe a little bit behind the scenes. Um, we know all about legends. We know about the games. Rick and I have both done all that. Now, how did that, how did that come together for you guys? Um, so first contact was months ago. Uh, I want to say before summer even, um, so Dave texts Bob, uh, Hey, we need to talk. We need to talk as soon as possible. And, uh, Bob was in Italy on a family vacation, like a big one. I think it was like a full month um, that they've been planning for a long time. So uh, Bob texts Dave back like, hey, I'm on a family vacation. I get back in a couple of weeks. Can we talk then? Uh, I believe Dave said, no, we need to talk now. That's a crazy text again. It's a little, it's like, uh, it's a little scary, right? Uh, even hearing it kind of gives me shivers a little bit. But uh, so Bob was like, guy, right, so he, you know, put, put his shoes on, stepped outside of his hotel or whatever he was staying. And uh, then they have a com- they had a conversation about um, the plans that they uh, announced to uh, separate the games and the different age groups and uh, adaptive. So uh, Bob's in Italy. I was asleep. It's around midnight. Um, he texts me, "Hey, try to call you. Dave wants us to run the CrossFit Masters games." So I <laughs> went, woke you up know, to that text. <laughs> I woke up to that. That's midnight, right? So <laughs> you know, I'm wake up at midnight. The text didn't wake me up. It was like 15 minutes after I received it. You know, I wake up to take my uh, you know my old man pee, and uh, so I try to call him. 
Uh, he didn't pick up. He's like, oh, sorry, I had breakfast. Uh, we'll have to talk later. I was like, all right, well, I guess I'm just not going to sleep and go work. Uh, so uh, I went out to my gym. I have a little garage gym, did some rowing. Uh, <laughs> then I jumped on my computer and just started working. Um, emails, catching up on stuff, programming. So uh, uh, yeah, we talked the next day. He gave me the lowdown of what the conversation was like. Um, it was very just broad surface level stuff. Um, when Bob got back into town, uh, we finally got a kind of got a had a call with Dave and we got another you know overview of what it was going to look like and what they wanted us to do to start the process of um you know figuring out how this is going to look between us um so yeah that was like two weeks that I was just we were just sitting around wondering like how is this going to look what are we going to be allowed to do you know you know how much control do we have um so there was a lot of questions that we had, like, I'm sure you guys all feel like I've been there. And I was like, I have a billion questions. <laughs> so, uh, so then once we had the conversation with Dave, very positive, um, you know, we found out that we're going to have a lot of control. It's going to be, uh, we're going to have a lot of say. It's going to be, uh, he said, like, I want to support, I want CrossFit to support these groups to make sure that these events are top notch and that these events increase dramatically from what they're already uh, providing. Um, it was a great meeting. So we said, cool, you know, we're in, we want to move forward with, uh, more meetings. So then we met with the team, um, through the next two to three meetings, it was very, uh, all the hesitation was taken away. Um, there's a lot of collaboration and a lot of respect that they're giving us as the masters, uh, the leader of the masters, you know, competition, as well as, uh, from what I've heard from Pitt, um, I talked to them pretty much daily and, uh, Wheelwad as well. So, um, yeah, they're really good at, cleaning up any uh, hesitations we had and so yeah, what, showing their what, support. What were some of your hesitations? Um, you know, what was that? You know, what, what hesitations were relieved? Yeah. What were you guys a little bit nervous about? Which probably we we probably had some of those concerns as well. But could you put some? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, we started Legends because we wanted to provide a, um, you know, the younger people, they have 40 per age group. And so we're like, we need to provide a competition that on the younger side anyway, provides 40 per age group. You know, we want to provide a games, games like experience on the competition floor um, that the pros get, that the younger people get. So that's a big task because like even filling up those heats with 40 in the beginning was tough, but we eventually got there. Um, and then we do scale that down according to total registration that we've seen in the open. And uh, it's kind of a percentage base, right? So that was a huge thing. So if we weren't allowed to have a big field, um, then that was going to be uh, something that might be a, a deal breaker uh, because that was our, that is why we started it. You know, that is why we, the main, one of the main reasons. So that was, if we had to keep it to 10, I don't know, you know, it's, it would have gone against one of the main things of why we started this competition. And but um, that wasn't, that wasn't a sticking point that they came to you and said, Hey, we want to no. give you this control, but yeah. Hey, yeah. you're going to only have to take 10 per per division yeah That's dave good. dave cleared that up on first conversation you know right away that was one of the things so it's like and even then so when we're going over decisions um they ask our opinion we're like we're never told you know we're never you're gonna do this we're like hey what do you guys think what do you guys want to do is this okay you know so it's uh it's very respectful it's, it's uh it's nice that's good that's yeah. real good to hear and, and when you go ahead jace <laughs> you heard you saw me inhale um yeah, yeah, yeah that's a funny thing about podcasting like uh so we do this audio version but we can see each other right now and yeah you might inhale yeah. i inhale at the same time um so you know with the qualification process being the 
uh, open quarterfinal semifinals, I've seen a lot of online chatter around this idea that, you know, as masters athletes, we bring a lot of revenue into CrossFit mm-hmm. via the open quarterfinal semifinals. Um, by no means do we have a right to say where that revenue goes. That is not, it's not our job. Yeah. That's CrossFit. They provide yeah. a sport for us. Uh, but that does beg the question, is there, is, is CrossFit injecting financially into the partnership as well? Uh, and, and how much specifically? I'm just kidding. Not how much, yeah. but is, yeah. are, are, is there an investment beyond, uh, beyond just saying, Hey, we're, we're bestowing this upon you. You know, what does that look like if you can share? Yeah, because no, so that they will, uh, be contributing financially and operationally, I guess, support, support staff. Um, you know, why, so to enhance the competition overall, right? So to, you know, you know, the, the flair, the pomp and circumstance, the, um, you know, all the frills that you see at the CrossFit Games, um, obviously, we won't be able to replicate exactly that. But we will be able to bring up legends, you know, for better word, legends on steroids, you know, so mm-hmm. it's like, it's going to be better, it's going to be better, we're going to provide um, an amazing experience. And so CrossFit wants to do that, I mean, it still has their brand name on it. So you know, they want to make sure that year one, that it is elevated a lot. Um, and we'd even have plans to we're, we're talking about, you know, year one being the base, you know, year one being the start, um, just like legends, how legends started with 36 people, then you, know, you fast forward to when we had our first three day event, and then went to a four day event, and then added a live stream and then added, you know, and then at year three or four, we added gear, same thing, like we're going, we have plans to make it better each and every year. But even the base year is going to be, which is next year, you know, the, the new the new era, if you will, the Masters Games um, is going to be a huge enhancement to what Legends provides uh, for the Masters. So it's Masters focused. And um, I think that's what a lot of people are going to be excited about, that everything that when, they, when you attend to think about everything there is just for you. It's just for you. So it kind of it feels different, you know. Well, and I think Rick and I both experience experiencing multiple years at legends um i mean we can say yeah that's the experience we've had at legends so to even say Mm -hmm. legends plus legends plus this injection of support and partnership legends on steroids um i think that's i think that's really exciting i mean you guys have already every year it's been a a vip experience you know even to where you know it's almost that locker room type experience that we've experienced at the games on upon registration you guys have done a great job with that so so to see that continue um and i mean in retrospect it's funny because it's almost as if like you needed those last three years to really perfect what you've been doing in order to take it mm-hmm. to this next level. So um, from managing in a parking yeah. lot during a pandemic to, <laughs> you know, having multiple yeah, venues, bro. multiple locations, even the constraints yeah. that you had to navigate at Mayhem and, and how well you guys did managing those constraints um, mm-hmm. to make it a professional event. It was absolutely amazing. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we've learned, we've all, well, you know, in hindsight, we always said like, man, I wish we can just rinse and repeat. I wish we can just be at the same location, but new opportunities kept popping up. You know, 2020 was, uh, we were forced to go to, we were like Texas, Florida, Texas, Florida, or Arizona. We're like, we can drive to Arizona. So we're going to Arizona. We're going in a parking lot. We figured it out. Um, next year brought it back to San Diego. It was amazing. Beautiful destination city. Um, you know, still a great time of year for San Diego. It's not too cold. It's not too hot. Um, and then Mayhem contacted us. We had to jump on that. We're like, this is, now we could stay, uh, do another year in San Diego, but imagine the memories that could be made for the competitors to go to Mayhem and see it transform 
And I think you said this, Jason, like tra- we transformed that gym into like a Coliseum feeling. And um, that's amazing. People won't forget that those pictures are going to be around forever. Um, now, I think that is what led to, you know, CrossFit HQ, you know, and Dave um, wanting us to uh, lead it. You know, we, they see the effort. They know how complicated it is to host events in different cities and how much goes into it. So they see the effort. And uh, it's nice to be kind of that recognition is nice, but it's also nice to be given the opportunity to continue what we what we do. And uh, so excited. Well, uh, where I was going to go, uh, mm-hmm. the the heavy lifting that you and Bob are doing, um, we we know that that is uh, far and away the uh, the unsung you know, the unsung heroes of it because it's behind the scenes. But speaking yeah. of behind the scenes, Jason Ainsley, I mean, we all yeah we we competed against him. I hope he's not competing yeah. this year. No, <laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, no, he's goodness. taking a step. Yeah. He's taking a step uh, back. I think he's, us, think he's retiring. About, yeah, tell us about his involvement and how much his uh, joining your group has really meant uh, to either further this year's competition or what you have planned. Uh, oh man, uh, planned for the next year because oh, it's I mean, fan, it's great guy. Just uh, yeah. hard worker, which we didn't know much about him and what he could bring to the table for you. Yeah. I mean, uh, so he contacted Bob first because he competed against Bob um, at a couple, you know, Granite Games and uh, maybe Waterpalooza, but they've competed against each other and um, they had, you know, loose loose conversations here and there. Um, so he, he talked to Bob. Um, we brought him on two years ago, his competition uh, at Monster Games out in Joplin, Missouri as a live event qualifier. So that'd be 2021, no, 2022. Um, that was the first year we helped him kind of beef up his master's category at Monster Games. So I think in 2021, he only had about 40 masters total, but then making him a live event qualifier, um, he got that up to like 120. This past year, it was almost 200. Wow. So what's super cool, like exciting, it's that the increase to go to qualify for the Legends Championship and the increase in revenue to provide for his competition for him to reinvest and make it better and better, like he runs a fantastic comp. Like Monster Games, it fills a lot like Legends Championship. Like everyone's having fun. They have now they have all they have all age groups and they have teams and whatnot, but it's such a good family feel. And so um it's cool to see other competitions replicate that. Like I went out there this year and it was amazing. It was it was like I feel like I'm at Legends. This is awesome. It's on time. It's professional. Everyone's happy and smiling and talking to each other. Um, so bringing on Jason, you know, we start talks about bringing him onto the team just for the championship. Um and this was pre pre the games announcement and talks began. Um, brought him on to run sponsorship. He uh he has a marketing background like eighteen years deep. Um, this is what he went to college for. I did not go to college for this. I have no background in this. Um, it's so having him come on uh was immensely helpful. Even this year. We have a at least 26 booth vendor village for the championship this year. That's strong. Very, so uh, the variety is amazing. Um, you know, we have like five different apparel companies, but if they're all like way different, first form, tier, uh, those are deals that he brought in. You know, uh, first form is the title sponsor. That was from Jason. Tier, from Jason. You know, just kind of let him loose. I sent him a couple, you know, a few that came from previous years. And he took over the conversation and he handled everything. And uh, it's an amazing uh, 
relief because that does take up a lot of time. And so when we're trying to make sure the online qualifier goes smoothly, make sure video review goes smoothly, make sure all the other, you know, ordering barricades and heavy equipment, shipping out flooring, um, to take the time to meet with all of these vendors and sponsors to show them the love that they deserve and why they should be partnering with us, um, bringing on him has been a huge help. And we're very excited to continue that relationship going forward. I was going to say, I bet you after the announcement now, the uh, uh, the knocks on his door are, uh, you know, yeah. many, many, many times, many multiples of just because, yeah. you know, for those certain uh, sponsors that are in the space or the size that you think might be most beneficial to the master's mm-hmm. community, this is yeah. their opportunity. You get in, you know, yeah. get in while you can. Yeah, because like we plan to, you know, we're going to have a bunch of vendors next year. Um, people are already kind of asking, obviously. Um, they want to put it in their budget, right? You know, next year's rolling up. They got to put it in their budget. I'm sure they're probably having budgeting meetings November and December to kick off the year, right? So it's important to start those conversations and get it on their calendar so that they want to be at Legends. I can tell you that our championship, the Masters community, at a championship, at an event, they spend money every year. All the big ones. Viore sold out first day. They had to go to local stores in 2021 and take their inventory. Um, Mayhem, you know, their store was like, they, they did well, you know? And so uh, their coffee shop last year, after day, after day two, they had to close at like, you know, noon each day to go get more supplies. So it's like the masters show the love when they're, uh, when they're there, they're on site, they're happy to be there and um, make them happy. You know, happy people spend money. And if they do that, the sponsors make money, then they come back, then we can fund the event. And so it's just nice kind of keeping the money within our little circle you know <laughs> yeah it's, it's really interesting i was i was thinking um and i've i was talking with talking elite fitness the crew over there uh over the past mm-hmm. couple of weeks about the rumors <clears throat> of the changes and then what's the actual what's mm-hmm. it actually came out and we were able to confirm that but we've been talking over there about the value of the eyeballs of masters the masters yeah. audience um that when we're when we're taking a look at YouTube views uh, mm-hmm. for competitions like the CrossFit Games, you're going to have millions of people watching or hundreds of thousands of people watching mm-hmm. uh, half naked people do thruster races, which is great. And we're going right. to watch we're going to watch those those amazing competitions as well. And um, the people that generally are fans of Masters athletes or Masters competition are the ones that ha- are ones that spend money um, and that there is uh, an interesting thought process about you know say our live stream has x amount of um you know maybe ten thousand views but what mm-hmm. are those eyeballs worth versus the hundred thousand views and those eyeballs that are in in a in the major crossfit space but it's just a fun conversation a fun way of thinking uh because i think you're right i think that uh our our demographics because we have slightly or significantly more disposable income than 20 year olds um we spend money on things and when we buy a pair of shoes like we buy a pair of shoes for like me well then like my wife needs shoes and my kids probably need shoes and shirts and mm-hmm. shorts and grips and um i'm like i just ordered a barbell for my 10 year old today um because like he's ready for a barbell like we we spend uh, a decent amount of money um so that that's exciting it's really exciting to, to think what this yeah. year looks like and that um the other side of that, as a business owner, um, you know, I was thinking about, of course, wanting to be involved in Legends and and um, and, and the CrossFit Games as a sponsor. Well, you know, the, the the cost to do that at the historic CrossFit Games was so offensively expensive that there's just no That's way, crazy. right? But in a right. uh, much more niche market, 
uh, and a competition that's just masters, masters athletes, uh, you know, it could become, I mean, I would say it's, it's more affordable, but much more targeted. So the ROI in my mind yeah. is much greater <clears throat> when I'm actually in front of my, the demographic that I'm going after. Um, and I think that's a really neat opportunity for sponsors, for vendors, um, at legends in the future CrossFit games. Absolutely. I totally agree. And, um, you know, as we approach next year and we're kind of putting our deck together, if you will, uh, you, you know, we got to, as a team legends team, we got to look at it as this is year one, you know, it's kind of like a re this is a restart and, uh, we can't, we're not going to, we can't charge the games prices. That's just going to be ridiculous, you know? <laughs> so, um, and we want to, especially the legends team, Bob, me, Jason, we love developing relationships that we can count on every year. You know, they, they can show up, they can come back. So what that means is we got to do everything in our power to make sure that you guys are successful it's worth your trip. You see the ROI. Yeah. Um, as far as live stream, that's a, it's a weird conversation because like we've said, we've had our live stream two years that has been at a very high level has cost a lot of, a lot of money. And unfortunately the number of views doesn't match up with going to a sponsor and be like, Hey, we need this amount of money. Here's this amount of views. They're going to be like, that doesn't match up. Here's a little bit. And so this year is going to be immensely important because this is their first year that literally every view, every spectator, every dollar spent is because this was a masters only event. So in previous years, you couldn't really pull data because teams, uh, pros, other groups were there. So now it's like every spectator, every ticket sold is because this is a master event. Every vendor there is because there's a master event. Every dollar that they make is because it's a master event. So like we talk about, um, you know, we want you guys to show up, go to these events, do all that. Now it's, it, this is the most important year. This is all, this is like our whole community as far as event director, Bob and I and Jason, and then you guys as competitors and then your supporters. And um, this is the year that this is our one shot, not one shot, but this is our first shot. So it's like, mm -hmm. then we can take this data and into the next year, we can be like, cool, this is what the master's community truly is about. We have this many views. They spent this much money. There was this many hotels. So when we go to a city, when we go to get a venue, um, we have more bargaining power so that we can give you guys more. Yep. You know, so it's like 2024. Um, I know you guys don't have a lot of details. And as soon as those details come out, we're going to give them to you. Right. You know, we're running a this is a business. So as soon as it's set in stone, guaranteed, we're going to tell you right away. It would be okay. irresponsible of us to be <laughs> yeah. like, yeah, we're thinking about going here with 60 people per division. Yeah. Actually, it's way over here and it's going to yeah. be way less than 60. So it's like as soon as it's or set it's, in stone, I'm like, or it's going to be one here. of these three places and you can kind <laughs> yeah. of decide. Yeah, yeah. 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 book we're hotels, not... don't put a yeah. deposit down in each city. Sure. So no, it's like, it, at, Jason, as a business owner, it's like, it, it wouldn't make any sense for us to hold on to any. It's like, no, no we're going to tell you as soon as possible because we want you guys to be there and plan to be there, put it on your calendar, make it a family vacation. You know, we want it to be in a destination city so that you can go have fun. There's multiple options for different ages of your family to go have fun. Um, Bingo. So yeah. Which is perfect for this demographic. Again, we're masters athletes. Yeah. So we have families yeah. and I think that's, mm -hmm. I think it's brilliant to be, to have that in your mind as you're thinking about potential destinations for this competition, that it is, it is so that we can be involved in a sport that we love, which is a glorified hobby. Um, and our families can also, you know, go to, what it, wherever it's at, whatever's there, we're going to make a, a family tri trip out of it. So I think that's I think it's really fun. Um, okay, I've got a couple of questions. I was literally just sort of brainstorming some questions mm -hmm. that like I've seen in my inbox 
or DMs on Instagram, stuff like that. And you may or may not be able to answer a handful of these. I think I have like five. I, I figured I would just fire them off in sort of rapid style. Cool. Um, so good. first, uh, drug testing at the 2024 uh, Legends CrossFit Games, whatever that looks like. Drug testing, do you know if that'll stay, if that's going to be a part of it? Is, is that going to be something that uh, either mm-hmm. pre-competition or post-competition will be part of it? Uh, we, yeah, as been, you know, CrossFit and Legends plan on doing the same, keeping awesome. it at the same level. Okay. Um, it, it, these are not in order of import, importance. It's just questions that have come up. Uh, prizes, yeah. <laughs> prizes in 2024. Prize the prize pool, which would be diff- could be different, could be the same. Um, any information on mm-hmm. prize pool? Current plan is to keep it the same. So okay. if not, get better. So current plan is to keep it the same. Cool. Um, as okay. CrossFit, not Legends. So sure, yeah, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, <laughs> CrossFit, more CrossFit one. Yeah, yeah. No, no Bitcoin though. We're not doing Bitcoin. <laughs> Uh, well yeah it depends i mean it depends if it's a good day or bad day let's see how rogue turns out here in a couple of weeks uh days of competition if if you have your perfect plan for 2024 and again this may be speculative um three days of competition four days of competition what's what's your preference and hope for 2024 for the games for okay cool and that's what we've had at legends historically and it's it's a great test i've i've been more sore from legends championships than the games historically Anyway, which brings me to the question, who programs the 2024 competition? That's currently in, uh, so again, it's one of those things that's not set in stone, yep. but it will be at minimum a collaborative effort. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, um, we, uh, again, like Bob and I take a lot of, we have a lot of fun with uh, the programming. Of course you it. do. You know, of we course. love thinking, we love thinking like, what do you think Jason Grubb would think of this workout? You know, how do we, how can we test his brain? You know? And so we love like giving the big guys workouts, the little guys workouts in a one workout. It's half big guy, half little guy, you know? So it's, um, but is there, there's some intelligence tests, you know, are they going to take the bait on this? Um, what I love about the programming is just the uh, freedom you have to really, test people but not you don't have to kill them you know you can they almost give them the opportunity to you know go kill themselves if they want to so yeah right i have uh i have one here that uh looking at it from uh like a volunteer's perspective the the Mm -hmm. network that you have put in place and when you do a call out for for volunteers for the 2024 competition i would imagine that that would be uh pretty well received but uh, a different angle from that is judging uh the judges uh we know how uh, they worked either priorities or qualifications that were needed to be judging judges at, say, we'll call it Madison. Mm-hmm. How will you handle that uh, for the 2024 competition? Will there be some yeah. collaboration <laughs> that, with HQ in an effort yeah. to, to bring in judges? Yeah, so we've had we've had we've already had talks about that, and um, CrossFit HQ is going to support us in getting the high quality judges and also uh, teach us how they um, queue up the judges, how they prepare them, how they uh, train them, if you will. Uh, That's going to be, and that's something that I'm totally uh, curious about, you know, like what processes do you guys have to make the judging very clear, very clean across the board, but also like when you see them on the floor, they they look like a machine. They all move the same, you know? So it it makes a clean look, right? They back up at the same time. They're standing in the same we kind of had that at mayhem when they were the way they were operating by like the end the final day because a couple of the judges uh a few of them uh do the games so they had experience so they i gave them freedom to uh kind of go ahead and queue up the team and teach them and it was cool to see i was like oh wow that didn't come from me that came from those guys um like andrew sten um yamaris pacheco um those guys that have immense experience uh judging at the games and volunteering so having crossfit support with teaching us how to teach the team is another thing that they're going to be uh 
um, there to help us with. Also, like in uh, rulebook enforcement, and uh, we're going to stay along the same lines as CrossFit Games, CrossFit World. Do you know at this that. point? That's a great. You brought bring up a great point. Um, in years past, when HQ has released the rulebook for the next year, it's been generally mm-hmm. in this time frame. This maybe October to December time yeah. frame, so maybe November or something. When HQ does that for this next year, will um, Team Pit and Legends and Wheelwad, will that be incorporated as to part of this? Or will you be issuing, and each of the other spinoffs, will you be um, uh, issuing your own? Honestly, I don't know that yet. Okay. That's a good question. I know in the rule book, they have um, like locations and dates and all that. So, you know, we have the same company that uh, helps CrossFit find their cities and do all that work. Um, they're working for us too. You know, we always, like, they're the best of the best. Um, Danny over at Framework Events, his team's crazy good. So they're out there looking all over the place for us, trying to find, you know, uh, trying to find a place that's going to look really good and we can deck out. You know, so we don't want it to look like like at the Coliseum at the games where there's kind of a bunch of empty seats. It just doesn't look good on camera. So we want something that's very appropriate to where it looks exciting and you, the people there, you have a good vibe. You bring everyone closer together. So um, they're currently trying to find us that, you know, we want a pool. We want a field. We want multiple fields of play. Um, mm-hmm. We want it to be top notch. So you've got a laundry list just checking them yeah. yeah. <laughs> everything, yeah. Everything. Well, and it's crazy yeah. when you think you have like seven divisions. Uh, it, it, you know, between yes. 35, 60 plus, 65 plus man and male and female, that's 14 different categories all at one time, multiple. It's mm-hmm. so much, so much, um, honestly to handle from a logistic standpoint, you guys are masters at it literally, um, having done it the past few years. <laughs> and I could see honestly yeah. why it was so resource intensive for the games and how that was complicated historically over the years. Uh, because then when it comes to individuals and teams, there's just not that many divisions. They just have to deal with a few heats here and there and a lot of moving parts, right. a lot of moving bodies. Um, yeah. you know, to be sensitive for your time, we want we do want to ask some questions about Legends 2023, which is coming up in like six weeks, I think. Yep. But before we switch gears, are there any questions we haven't asked, Joe, that you were ready to answer, but we just didn't bring them up? <laughs> what haven't we asked? Did we miss any? Shame, shame on us for not bringing cool. it up. If he has, yeah, I mean, you've probably seen this other places, but honestly, the most exciting thing for me—I think I said this on Talking Leaf Fitness—I I definitely did. Um, they just posted it on Instagram. I am excited that now that you make the games virtually, right, online, and you're top 10, that doesn't mean you're a top 10 games athlete in that category. You have to go prove it now. Yeah. You have to go to the competition in live, compete over four days, then you are top 10. Um, one thing I'm really excited about, All another thing I'm really excited about is that with this big field of 40, um, the people that come in, you know, the bottom 10, let's say, unless there's like an injury or something they're recovering from, more than likely they're not going to take Jason Grubb out or even make the podium. So them even making it, they won. So when they go to the game, you know, they won. They're like, that's their world. They won. You know, so when they go to the games, they have a different goal. They have a different, they're going to, they're going to like really soak it up. You know, they're going to want to do their best, but they're like, Jason, if you, you know, you're going to qualify for the game, but what's your goal at the game? Well, now it's to you win. You want to win. Yeah, now. Right. It's right. to win. Yeah. So yeah. imagine like the, all the pressure that they feel to make the games, yeah. you feel to win the game. So it's yeah. like this whole group of people now have this different experience completely 
than what these upper athletes have. And um, that's going to be really fun to see, you know, them, you know, not only having fun, but them be able to like live their dream of competing uh, in these crazy workouts that we're going to program, obviously, fun workouts Mm -hmm. (laughs) against the best of the best in a big field. And maybe they qualify 40th and ended up taking 25th. You know, there was a guy that, I forget his name, Kotler maybe, he took 18th in semis, he podium. Mm -hmm. So it's... it's exciting. That's that's my first year at the games, Joe. That was it. I'm that guy in 2018 where I just mm-hmm. one time I wanted to step onto the competition floor at the games. That was the one bucket mm-hmm. list item in my yeah. life at the time. And when I qualified, I won. I won because I was invited. I got the invitation email. Right. And I, I didn't go to the games in 2018 to win. I had no illusion, no plans to dominate the world. It was, I can't wait to go out there and compete against the 20 fittest men on the planet in my division. Uh, and then, but yeah, I, I was 13th and I, I did okay. And then the next year, like I was ready to, I was ready for destruction. Like, let's go. Right. <laughs> you know, I, now I want to. Yeah, it gave, but- it gave you fuel, right? It gave you fuel. It's like you felt, you felt that success. And like, as a competitive, you guys are competitive athletes. And um, it, it reminds me when I was in high school wrestling, um, I wasn't, I was okay. I started freshman year. I was okay. I got, kind of got beat up a lot. But sophomore year, um, I took like third in some tournament and I was like, Oh, this is cool. All right. I, I trained way harder. I was there every morning. I was practicing harder. I was like, okay, now I want to win. Now this is what I want. And it accelerated my success very quickly. Like people are like, whoa, dude, what happened? I'm like, I got a taste. You know, I want it. I want it again. So I'm excited to see more stories like yours where you barely qualify, you end up 13th. And now you're like, okay, now this is what I want to do again and do it better. And um, to see those stories, more of those stories will be pretty cool. Um, they'll be more frequent now. And and the best part about it is yours will be in person versus the last mm-hmm. couple of years. It's been 30, 30 invited to semifinals. So it was spots 11 right. to 30. Right. Just by making it to semifinals virtually, mm-hmm. you won, but very different very different feeling if spot number yeah. 14 can actually make a difference uh, yeah. on the competition floor yeah so. and then uh you know it's there's not a lot of room for error you know um yeah, unless you're you know you go back to think about when rich browning took 30 whatever in like the run you know and his battle back it's like yeah. okay like if you mess up you mess up hard and you're gonna fall very very far down the leaderboard so um there's a lot of uh there's a lot of different scenarios that are going to pop up that um we don't see when there's only 10 totally agree we're looking forward to it now we do have uh the legends championship 2023 yeah which in the past week maybe maybe there's been some overshadowing because of the big news but i mean i'm not Mm -hmm. i'm not sitting back i'm training for legends 2023 i'm i am uh i'm working hard i know the guys i got eyes everywhere paying attention to like i know the guys coming so um it's it's no joke this competition it's it's the hardest competition of the year uh so we want to be well trained for it can you specifically tell us all of the workouts for the uh, Mm -hmm. event this year or um yeah uh what if you can't answer that what what are some of the things you're really looking forward to this year uh for the legends competition coming up so it's really cool one thing is um, we are swimming first year um i have never programmed teams never programmed teams also i have never programmed a swim workout for a competition either as bob so we are (laughs) Uh (laughs) collaborating with a professional from asu oh boy he's going to be giving us feedback on this so he knows what top level swimmers can do um he also runs like the open masters program so like people of all ages may want to come in and get better he also runs that program so he knows what people can do for each age group so it's like we got a it's like if Chris Hinshaw is going to program the endurance workout, right? This guy is a master. He's is his expertise. So 
Tell us his name. Tell us his name and his phone number real quick. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it was cool because he was just touring me around the pool when I went out there. I, th- I thought he like just was maintenance guy and he was the coach. I was like, oh, hey man, can I talk to you about something? I don't have any experience with this. So can you help me? He's like, absolutely. And he's super cool. Oh, that's cool. excellent. Um, There's a relationship building right there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, what's another thing? Um, we will have a repeat workout. S. S. We're going to put a little twist on it. Just like the open or just like our online qualifier um and we just want to see people how, how people do better yeah every year they do so much better even like when we did all repeats in the online qualifier that was really cool um the online qualifier was really hard uh pretty heavy but um like i've told people we don't have a multi-stage process this is a one shot you make it so we do mm-hmm. have to make it difficult um what else uh teams, four, be, teams are gonna be four, exci- oh i was gonna say four days for individual two days for yep. teams Okay. Four days for individual, uh, two days for the teams. We're bringing in the scaled. Uh, we're, we're pushing the scaled to be better. Um, just because they're a scaled athlete doesn't mean that we can't get them to do stuff that they didn't know they could do. You know, we did toes to bar and online qualifier. We did handstand pushups. Now we brought, brought down the reps. Um, but it doesn't mean that we're going to scale that to what CrossFit or other competitions scale it to. You know, we may bring down the reps, but um, I'm excited to see more so on that like community side to see them do things they didn't know they could do. And then they can take that back to their box and continue to work on that, make it better. And then you kind of level up, you know, um, that's going to be really cool to see too. Uh, that is a challenge with, you think about scaled athletes, there's such a broad spectrum when you're programming for guys like Grub and this little pizza pie it's easy it's easier right but when you bring in scale that 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 goes deep so it's like you got to be smart about you know not programming something that half of them are going to get stuck at on rep one and not be able to do anything so it's like we need to be able to provide some sort of workout that you know maybe gets harder as it goes along um they can get deep into a workout and still have fun uh, i will ask uh this is probably a uh like jason asking for the specifics of every individual workout um yeah. will will the worm or some version of a worm be making an appearance for teams what's uh, cool is like desert city classic which is a uh, mm-hmm. event well, at the that. same venue one month before they do have worms so okay that's an interesting yeah. uh, observation. Thank you. Well, no, no. Uh, so it'll be December 8th through the 11th. Uh, 7th. 7th seven seven to 10th. 7th seven, to 10th. Seven, seven excuse me. 7th to 10th yeah. at Arizona State in yeah. Tempe. Uh, yep. First four for those, legends for yep. those competing. Yep. Yeah. For those uh, competing, uh, check in Wednesday. We're making oh, it like a party. Um, okay. We're going to have first first room on site. Tier is going to be on site. Two other vendors. Um they're going to be on there giving discounts to all the athletes and uh, coaches showing up, people checking in. Um, we're going to make that a party. That's a We're going to make it much like 2021. You're going to come in. You're going to get your gear. You're going to get your little goodie bag from the sponsors. You're going to go change. You're going to take your picture. That's going to be on the website or uh, on a site. Later that evening, you can download it, post it up with your, uh, you know, on your hotel bed and all that stuff. Um, but we, that's a – see, that's a big important thing for us as event coordinators is to show the sponsors and give them time to make their first impression. You know, um, so that they, when you walk in, you're like, wow, this is all set up just for check-in. That's important. Um, it kind of wows you guys. You know, when you, when you guys walked into Mayhem, we had, we want to like have a lot set up. So you're like, whoa, like this is insane. So, um, same thing with this year. We want a wow factor. We want to give you guys, you know, we want to win the weekend. We want to win you guys over on Wednesday. Looking forward to it. (laughs) I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a great competition. It's going to be really fun. Mm -hmm. Uh, how many athletes uh, in total, you know, including scale teams, have registered for legends this year we have three team spots open so there's about 565 i want to say 
no, 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 555. We'll probably end up with around 560s. Um, there's a couple scaled spot opens, uh, scale spots open. Um, so hopefully those get filled. Those are still like, that's an open registration now. Um, just because if people want to come compete, mm-hmm. why not let them? So yeah, absolutely. This it has, only helps. This yeah. has to be the largest Masters CrossFit competition in history so far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I the couple MFC spots was nearly a 500 or yeah. maybe over 500 as yeah. well. They're yeah. pretty big too. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're up there for sure. I mean, it's great. It's Looking an ocean of masters it. athletes. And, and for, you know, for those that are listening, um, if you're on the fence, if you're scaled and you're wondering, should I, should I jump into this competition or form a team and do this? Um, I think all three of us could just say, having been on a competition floor, that it's it's so important and so fun to get reps in on the competition floor with a judge at a competition. Like it, yeah. it changes everything. You know, there is a difference between training and and pushing yourself in that and the camaraderie in a gym, which is really really fun. And what actually happens when you're on that floor, there's a switch, there's a adrenaline dump that happens. You get to battle at the at the highest level you can on the competition mm-hmm. floor there. So uh, if there's still space, man, and you're on the fence, I think it, it's worth going. And um, these are also really fun competitions to come and watch. So, you know, if if you need a place to go to be warm in December. Uh, I think, uh, I mean, come on <laughs> yeah. down, come on down. The come more on down Arizona, the more people that come and watch this thing, like I guarantee that I will, uh, I'll put on a show. Like I will be out there suffering yeah. and doing my best to put on a great show. Rick, I know it, Rick is, mm-hmm. Rick is just a showman in the middle of the competition. He's probably going to raise his arms and like, try to get the crowd involved, uh, you know, while he's resting yeah. between Good reps. Chance. Good chance of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's, it's also just Re- a great time between worms. Worm like rats, in between worms, which yeah. he it's not confirmed or denied, but they exist. Correct. So that's yes, always fun. Do. Yeah, <laughs> we do have easy access to them. So. <laughs> They're there. Yeah. All right. Well, Joe, well, man, thank you. We appreciate you, you and your time so much. Of course. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Um, you know, this is fun. Yeah. It's exciting. Um, I like answering questions, give you guys as much information that I possibly can because right. why not? You know, it would only help the competition. And uh, again, to kind of, you know, hammer in like next year is the master's community opportunity as, as well as the teenage and as well as the adaptive. This is the mm-hmm. year yep. opening year to clearly show the support level of support that we all claim to have. Yeah, this is, I think Rick and I both agree that, you know, once, once dates and times and locations get confirmed, I mean, I'm yeah. booking my ticket, I'm making my plans, and I will share with the world yeah. and encourage the world, everybody that can to do the same thing. Just plan your trip around it yeah. and let's make the, let's make the baseline the standard uh, so that going forward, I mean, sky's the limit. Yep. So let's make that first year just explosive yeah. and amazing. So yeah, and that goes with um, open signups, quarterfinal mm-hmm. signups. Yep, back I mean, into the again, community. That all, back that, into the that is part of it. It starts yep. in February. I'm guessing it starts Probably. in February, right? So yeah. um, that's the start of it. We need to show force there too, as well to you know show CrossFit like, hey, yeah, we want this and we're excited. We're gonna gonna do it. All right, thank guys. you very much. Awesome. Thank Appreciate you. Appreciate your time. Thanks for tuning into the Masters in Motion podcast. If you found this episode helpful, we'd be so grateful if you could take a moment to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts or your preferred podcast app. Your support helps us reach more listeners and grow our master's community. Until next time, get bolder, not older. See you next week.